Do you guys realize how many people are in the NFL who don't want to be in the NFL, who don't want to play there? They're playing active players, good players, great players, all-stars, pro bowlers, Hall of Famers. And they don't even want to be in the NFL. It's just the only platform. Like when you're like a social media star, you can use Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. But if you're a football player, you can only play in the NFL. Like if you want to get paid serious money. I know there's arena and indoor football and stuff, but then you should become a prostitute for football. They literally pay you like a $200 after a game. A few of them will get a thousand, whatever, get some sponsorships with fucking auto dealers and fucking bullshit like that. But you're still not making a fucking corporate job, you know, 125K. You're a football whore. You got to go to your accounting job at H&R Block. And afterwards, you got to go to football practice from five to eight. It's a long fucking day. But there's football players, when they play in the NFL, you're getting hit, you're bruised, battered. It's like, a, it's like being in a car accident every fucking day. Even football practice sucks. Like, you don't even see, like, the little injuries, like an alignment stepping on your toe, stepping on top of your foot, stepping on your ankle. An elbow hitting you in the fucking forearm or the, or your bicep getting fucking clubbed. Twisting your neck. That's just in practice. That's just in walkthroughs and shit. Little pull on your hamstring. Not bad enough to keep you out, but for a normal person, they'd be on crutches. But you're like, oh, I gotta fucking try little calf, fucking small little calf tear, sore Achilles tendon, and this is your life, got to go in the weight room every day and fucking pump iron, and that's fun, and that's great, but the way they lift in the NFL, it's like serious, like, it's enough to like, where if you don't go lay in the ice tub at the end of the day, it's like your body will stiffen up, and you'll bruise, and get sore, and you'll get lactic acid and tight, like, It's a real fucking workout job. This isn't going to lifestyles and doing the treadmill and some bench press. This is like shit that'll seize your fucking hamstring up, lock your legs up. Walking around like Herman Munster. And so these people, they have to play in the NFL because that's how you get millions of dollars, etc. But they don't want to be there. Like you think you really think like. Patrick Mahomes right now is like upset he lost and he doesn't have to spend two more fucking weeks practicing and rehabbing and working out and running and conditioning and fucking 15 hour days in the film room. He's like, fuck no, motherfucker. He went home. He probably ate a big dumbass steak and drank like 15 fucking beers. He's probably waking up hungover right now. Doesn't give a fuck, dude. This motherfucker's gonna go travel and go to Cabo and drink and party and fucking got millions of dollars. Shoot commercials, go hang out, fucking relax. Now is the fruits of the labor. They hate it when football season comes back. They're like, God damn it, I gotta go back to the fucking military. It's the military. 
It's the U.S. Army. You're like, it's like when you sign up to be a fucking reserve and it's like 9-11 happens and you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to actually have to go to fucking Iraq? Like, what the fuck? I just wanted to like fucking go to like boys camp like one weekend a fucking month. And fucking like eight guys just carry a canoe over their head and we fucking just say hoorah and fucking we don't have to no women are there because we're gay and we want to fuck each other in the woods because we're in the fucking army. <laughs> but dude, nobody wants to play in the NFL and no wants to play college football, dude. It's fun, but it's not. Coaches just yelling at you, screaming at you, calling you whore and cocksucker and bitch and fucker and pieces of shit and fucking harassing you, assaulting you, yelling at you, screaming at you. They're not nice to you. Even when you're a good player, they're not nice to you. Everything's an intense man conversation. Like Matt LaFleur and these and, and Shanahan, like when they're in the office and you're like walking around them, you're on your like tippy toes and pins and needle and the air is real sterile and flat and you fucking can barely like breathe the oxygen, just intense stares. And you're just like, God damn it, dude, my fucking life, this sucks, dude. Nobody's smiling at fucking work. And if they are, it's like, you can only joke so far before he's like fucking thinking about like, why are like one time I was eating on an away game at Nebraska and the coach was like, why is Harrison laughing? Why is he telling a joke? Like we're on a foot. It's like, because we're eating dinner and I'm an entertainer. But to him, it's like, you're not paying attention. You're not focused. So it, it, it's not fun for these kids, these people. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm not saying you don't get paid millions. I'm sure there's great times. I'm saying that deep down inside, insidious inside you, it's not the best. It's much easier to fucking, to to maybe be like a Hollywood celebrity or something, or Paris Hilton. Like, if you could win the life lottery, you'd be born Paris Hilton. You'd be a fake DJ in Ibiza, high on ecstasy. You wouldn't be a fucking... NFL player. You don't know every week if you're going to get cut. And that's the other thing, like this offseason, now the season's over. It's like, you thought you were hired. You thought you had a job, but you're about to get furloughed. So like for a lot of these people too, they're not going on a nice vacation. They have to hoard all their money. They're like a fucking school teacher who didn't do the payment plan where they get paid through the summer. They got paid all their money in the fall. Hopefully they save some of that 40K paycheck. And they fucking, and, and they're heading into the summer and they, you know, it's like, I don't know, spend $400 on a cruise. That's about all you can afford that. And you're going to drive Uber and shit in the off season. So you can make it to the next camp and you're telling your wife, you're like, Hey, fucking, I I think I'm going to get signed again. I got to train and shit. And like for a lot of them, like, you know, they think we're going to hang out and shit and, and the players are going to. They, they have to go to fake fucking lifestyles gyms and try to train and do agility drills and stuff. And their wife's like, why are you going to work out all the time? Why are you going up to the park and doing these drills by yourself? And it's like, she kind of knows you're an NFL player, remembers that you just played a season. But at the same time, she's like, why won't he just give it up? He's an undrafted free agent. Like, just go fucking be a coach. 
Go get a real job to have some fucking stability. And you're like, yeah, but I think I got one more year in me. I just need one more year to get my pension. And she's just like, God damn it. The NFL sucks, dude. My son, my husband's a fucking soldier. Barely get to see him. What's he going to do? Make a TikTok where like a fucking, his little kid thinks a birthday cake and like, he pops out. It's like, daddy's home from his fucking military base in Germany. And the kid's like, okay, what does that mean? I'm going to get grounded all the time now. Thanks for coming home, dad. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? I was having a good time with mom. She lets me play on my phone all the time. As soon as you and mom fight, I'm going to tell you about all the boyfriends she has shuffling through here, smashing. It's all fun and games, Dad. You came home in this cake. You gonna eat it too? Because in three months, your fucking PTSD is gonna kick in, so you'll be some domestic violence in this fucking house. That's the thing, too, as a football player, they're hitting every day in practice, or type A alpha, working out, jerking off in the locker rooms, talking shit, fucking talking about pussy and drugs and fucking and bitches and whores and, and calling each other faggots. And then they get, and then all of a sudden they got to go hang out with their family all fucking day. They get PTSD and shit. It's like, it's, they're, they're not in the sauna all day with their guy friends. They got to, they can't say that shit. And it's like a drug. They're like addicts. They're like, man, I can't fucking walk around butt naked in the house, I gotta fucking be professional at home, what kind of bullshit, I fucking hate my wife, I hate my kids, I hate this, I just wanna go fucking party with my friends, and they, you know, it's like, it's like when guys play like a lot of flag football, it's like, just admit you don't like your family, (laughs) Guys who go play a lot of golf, just admit you don't like your family. It's like, you know, my wife was telling me that the other day. She's like, you know, we're best friends. We hang out and have a good time. And she's like, there's a lot of families where, like, the husband and wife fucking hate each other. But they're just in a family together. And they just got to keep it afloat and keep it together. But, like, that's why the guys go play golf. They don't fucking want to fucking hang out with their fucking wives. They fucked them, gave them a baby. And it's, like, time to, like fucking that's it like enjoy your fucking kid go raise it i got shit to do but the players they don't like being in the nfl because it's not fun it is fun but it's also the military and it's not fun and they're just confused and they want to (laughs) die And they'll pretend and say it's great and their Instagram will be fly. And it's like, I I think half the reason NFL players play in the NFL is just so they can like have a great Instagram. What are you doing, Pistol? Just sunning yourself? Laying in the sun? Happy doggy? Farted. Oh, I just farted again, dude. It was a fucking double fart, dude. Oh, yeah.
And so, you know, I don't know. I just, wouldn't it be really great if Tom Brady turned out to be a serial killer? You know, like something really fucked up. Like, I just want an ESPN 30 for 30 where, like, Tom quits football, he retires, and then, like, he kills Giselle. You know what I mean? Like, just, just, he just fucking, like, some kind of OJ Simpson, Tom Brady kills his lady. Some kind of fucked up, like, he was just so hyper competitive, he couldn't fucking take it anymore. And he just fucking offs himself. Tom just fucking hangs himself in the gym. And then we get a real deep-rooted psychology and all the people come out of the woodwork. And they were like, they knew the whole time that Tom, like, had CTE and was suicidal and had all these odd behaviors and shit. And they're fucking like, that's why he threw the Super Bowl trophy on that boat. Was because he was fucking OD'd on fucking cocaine with Blaine Gabbert. And that's why he threw that fucking Super Bowl trophy was because he just was so fucking whacked out of his mind and they were trying to hold him back and somebody was trying to hold Tom and fucking he was stumbling out of the bar and he was just high on fucking meth. (laughs) But they couldn't report it because of his public image. And, like, Blaine Gabbert was there in the kitchen when, like, Giselle was like, okay, the season's over. Like, why do we have to go to the Super Bowl parade? And he just pulled a knife on her and threatened to fucking, you ever seen Scream 5, bitch? You like scary movies? You're about to fucking be in one. Just waving a cutco knife at her and fucking Blaine had to hold him back. And, like, it was fucking the end of the night and Tom was so fucking hungover. And he put Tom to bed and then he fucked Giselle and Tom woke up and fucking and just like saw him fucking and he he was like fuck this and got and Blaine thought Tom was gonna kill him and he just started jerking off instead when he came he punched Blaine in the face and gave him a black eye and fucking threw him in the fucking street and then he fucked Giselle <laughs> like I just want an ESPN thirty for thirty where Tom Brady just loses his shit and his perfectly manicured fucking image, he just turns into like a fucking, like, like show us the fangs, Tom. We all know you're a sociopath. Show us the real fucking, show us the real Tom. Show us the sex, show us the drugs. All right. Show us drunk Tom. Show us the Kobe Bryant on Twitter at 2 a.m. I really think social media has something to do with Tom retiring too. He thinks he can, he thinks he can go throw God. Like I, like you people don't realize this, but I'm teaching the world how to get famous without having to put in the hard work, without having to go play in the military and the football and have this fake fucking army fucking ROTC fucking life. Tom's like, God damn it. I love, I love Twitter and podcasts and relaxing and you don't have to fucking do anything and you're on your own fucking time and schedule and shit and fucking, but, but the thing is, is when you start using Twitter and you start tweeting and stuff like Kobe Bryant, like he died like two years later in a helicopter crash. 
because of Twitter. Uh, LeBron James has gotten significantly worse since using social media. Social media is about to collapse Baker Mayfield. Social media is a fucking hardcore dopamine drip drug. And you get high off of it at first, you love it, but then you forget, like, I'm, you're going to stay high and you're constantly be on your phone. And so maybe Tom is just a fucking internet heroin addict. What if Tom just has a phone farm? Like, you know, people have like marijuana crops. He just has like 45 iPhones just connected to a fucking a fucking pole in a bedroom, dude. And they're just constantly, all of them are on fucking social media and they're just fucking posting all day with using fucking <laughs> Hootsuite. I just want to see something fucked up, dude. I'm tired of it. I want another Aaron Hernandez story, dude. I want it to come out that Tom had Aaron Hernandez pull a knife on Jimmy Garoppolo and hold it to his neck in the locker room. And Tom had a satanic robe on and they and candles in his hand and shit and, and basically threatened Jimmy. It's like, you either join this cult where I'm the leader known as the white devil or Aaron here is going to fucking kill you. And trust me, he's killed a few people like they're not going to find your fucking body. And they release the knife and fucking throw him and he stumbles and they call him a punk and shit. And they're like, you have a fucking three days to fucking sacrifice. And Bill saved Jimmy. Like Bill traded Jimmy and that was the end for Bill and Tom. Tom went to Bill. He's like, what are you fucking doing? He had three days to join my cult or he's going to die and you fucking trade him. And Bill just like, he's like that. He's like Ashley Judd and fucking the movie Heat and like telling Val Kilmer, like, don't come up here. The cops are up here. Take your new haircut and leave. And that's where the real falling out with Bill happened was Tom wanted Jimmy dead and Bill saved Jimmy's life. Maybe you never know, but we need a good story. We need something good to happen. We need Antonio Brown to go missing. Or at least find him with like a fucking crack pipe or, you know, we just need some, we need a good fucking sports story. We used to get Pac-Man Jones with a $100,000 trash bag at a strip club, Chris Henry falling off a pickup truck. We need a good fucking sports death. Something. Give us something. You know? Maybe Jared Goff on Super Bowl Sunday commits suicide. <laughs> Maybe Jared Goff goes to the game, the Rams game, and he and he cuts his wrist. He just fuck it, or maybe he shows up like a jihadist and he blows himself up in a fucking Rams blood and guts splatter all over the fucking crowd and shit. And they just keep playing the game because it's a Super Bowl, $20,000 tickets. But like afterwards, they do like a ESPN, like a sports century, like a Jim Valvano fucking, like, you know, 19. 
94 through 2021, like rest in peace, member, memory forever. And they show like Jared Goff's picture at Sears when he was a kid in a fucking Christmas sweater. You'll be remembered forever. Why did they ever think Jared Goff was going to be good? He went to Cal. I mean, I guess you could say, oh, Aaron Rodgers is fine, but Aaron Rodgers really isn't fine, and he's never really been that good, and he's not the most talented quarterback of all time. He's trying to purposely keep his interceptions under 100. That's more important to him than a Super Bowl. But Jared Goff was fine at Cal. I mean, watch him play versus, like, Northwestern a few other times, and he was a good player, true freshman on. But he was never like a fucking Kyle Bowler. <laughs> you know how many good quarterbacks are out like you know how many good quarterbacks out there are fucking like had the most talent like Chris Redman out of Louisville and then go to the NFL and he can't fucking complete a pass. It's a really weird phenomenon. Really is very weird. He's Schuler at a Tennessee, can't complete a pass with the Redskins. Like, how does that happen? It's got to be something. I mean, it's, it's just weird. It's weird. And then, so Josh McDaniels is going to go to the Raiders with Derek Carr. That might be solid. I mean, Derek Carr's solid and got a good arm. I'd like to listen to how many times he calls his brother fucking David Carr up and they just fucking talk shit about the NFL and football and fucking David Carr is more talented than Derek Carr. David probably tells him that too. It's fucking hilarious. I'd love to listen to that over a fucking game of catch. I bet they still work out and throw together. But so Josh McDaniels looks like a fucking... He looks like a Navy SEAL with teeth like a fucking reef shark. He's got like these little fucking teeth and he's always, he's always like grinding his teeth. And it's like, it's like, Josh, like, can you not take like, we get it, bro. You really like fucking Madden. Like we get it, bro. And when you play Madden, you only play on offense and you switch the controllers and you never play defense or special teams. And you fucking, sometimes you don't even play a game. You just play the practice mode. We fucking get it, Josh. Okay. You love calling plays. You love designing plays. You're fucking got Gus Malzahn with a marker. You love drawing perfect fucking lines. That's a perfect go route I just drew. Look at it. It's fucking perfect. You're, Gus, you have a permanent marker in your hand. You're drawing on a fucking a, a white card. Like, like. Let's just reverse pivot out of here and just, like, look at the fucking... There's homeless people in California. Like, just relax, please. It's perfect! He's going to be wide open. Okay. Cool. And so Joshua Daniels is going to go to the Raiders. It's in Las Vegas. Hopefully he doesn't have a drinking problem. I don't know what he, did he ask Mark Davis? He's like, have you noticed quietly how many players get arrested in Las Vegas for the Raiders? There's been like four or five players, like serious crimes too. DUIs, Henry Ruggs killed someone. 
like serious felony level crimes and no one said anything about it in the NFL. Like the Raiders have a fucking real problem. The Las Vegas Rapers. Do you think they told Josh McDaniels? They're like, we're going to set you up in a suite in Caesar's Palace. That'll be your house. He's like, I don't want to live on the strip. They're like, well, where else do you want to live? It's fucking everywhere outside the strip is fucking red stones and clay and fucking trash and transient grocery stores. Like you either live on the strip or you're literally live in fucking in hell. They just leave corpses on the sidewalk in Las Vegas. They don't even fucking, they just let them fucking like rotten apples. They just like, oh, bird will eat them. Another homeless person will eat his body. That's food, bro. They just leave dead body. I don't know. Josh flew into McCarran International. They rented him a fucking Gucci Man lime green fucking Lambo. They're like, oh, exotic car section. We paid $500 a day for you have this. He's like, dude, I'm a serious person. I actually, can I just walk to the Raiders facility? I got to get my steps in. Josh McDaniels, I got to walk 10,000 steps a day. Look at my watch. We're going to hire your friend Dave Ziegler from the fucking Patriots to be your GM. God damn it. I still have to report to my fucking him. I reported him at the Patriots. Still going to be my boss. Yeah. Aren't you excited that we hired your friend to be your boss? Yeah, I'm real fucking excited. Great, Dave. Can't wait to fucking work with you again as my fucking boss. Dude. You think you're the head coach, but you report to a GM who's a dickhead. I saw Mike Brown for the Bengals sitting in the stands the other day. He had a fucking play call sheet in his hand. He looked like he worked for the mob or the mafia, like Goodfellas status. Like he was, like if Zach didn't win that playoff game, like they were going to fucking kill him. He was going to get made. Hey, check out this fucking, why don't you meet me at fucking... Meet me at my uh, meet me in my house at my Warren Buffett house that I have billions of dollars, but it got, got bought it for thirty thousand like in nineteen fifty seven. Meet me there, and then there's nobody in there, and they just blow Joe Pesci's brains out, and they're like, "You should have fucking won." I think the NFL called up Mike Brown and the Bengals and was like, "We're gonna let you guys go to the Super Bowl. Are you excited? We need some variety. We want the people in Cincinnati to spend a little money." We check the revenue, and that city isn't contributing. Your franchise isn't contributing. They're not buying jerseys. They're not fucking buying beers and hot dogs and season tickets and shit. We're going to let you all go to the Super Bowl, and we're going to find out if Cincinnati has any fucking money. And if they don't, we're going to move the Bengals from fucking Cincinnati, okay, from that piece of shit fucking Ohio. We already got the Cleveland Browns fucking up. We don't need two shitty fucking teams in Ohio. We're going to move the fucking Cincinnati Bengals to fucking St. Louis. <laughs> They're going to be called the St. Louis fucking Bengals. Let's call them the Cincinnati Bengals because I don't know what about Ohio says that there's wild tigers running around, but I think let's name them the Bengals because there's Bengals in fucking Cincinnati. I fucking, that's a great idea. Josh McDaniels would have still been with the Broncos if he fucking kept Tebow. He was too dumb to keep the greatest college quarterback of all time, higher completion percentage than Peyton Manning. He wanted to start Kyle Orton, who's a notorious fucking fish-listening, Jack Daniels-drinking, neck-bearded, tie-dye shirt-wearing fuck. 
No, Tivo, I know you're going to fucking set the tone. And Brian Dawkins said you're the greatest leader he's ever seen and shit. And you can walk on water. But we're going to go with fucking Kyle's alcoholism. We're going to get rid of fucking Jay Cutler. Because Jay Cutler probably called Josh McDaniels a faggot to his face. Josh, dude, I don't know what your problem is. But you need to lay off the fucking B12 pills and... You're drawing on cue cards like this shit isn't important. No one fucking cares. I'm on the phone with Kristen. Shut the fuck up. We're trying to set up a jewelry shop and sell fucking necklaces that are going to dye young women's necks green at fucking when they sit out by the pool. Well, we'll see. We'll see. See what happens with all this. Josh McDaniels. Raiders. Maybe. I don't Where's John Gruden at. Did he die? Like, how did he just fall off the earth? Has he never heard of Twitter? Like, why isn't he tweeting? Like, Trump taught us anything. Like, tweet your grievances. Like, whether they're grievances or not, like, it's going to be fun. And people are going to retweet it and like it. And you're going to fucking get people riled up. And you're going to get to become president if you know how to use Twitter well. Like, John, you want to win your lawsuit? Start dishing the dirt. At least write a book like RG3. All right. Tell us about all the all the times that fucking Daniel Snyder fucking called you boy. <laughs> yeah, he's racist. He called me boy. John, get on Twitter. This shit would be a fucking riot, dude. Start a podcast, Gruden. People like to have Monday Night Football. Start a podcast. Just start saying crazy shit. Bring the alt-right nationalists out. Start a podcast called fucking John's Jocks. John's Jockstraps. And tell us and fucking just start talking about redesigning the KKK and just saying all kinds of crazy shit. Get fucking liquored up. On Indian Rocks Beach and do a fucking podcast with the ocean in the background. Have Monty Kiffin come on. Have Lane Kiffin come on. And tell us how he, like, he models his game after Dave Portnoy. And he's fucking any kid on TikTok. That fucking, he's gonna, he's trying to get Bryce Hall to play quarterback for him. And just get, get it going, John. God damn it. Wasting your fucking opportunity. You're not gonna ever fucking coach again. Unless you become head coach of the Proud Boys. Which is really just a bunch of failed fucking high school and college quarterbacks who who love a good old right fucking nationalist leadership style. All right? People who support walking around work fucking... You can carry a firearm in Texas. I'm a werewolf to the movie theater. God damn it. Let's go, John.